Consistent self-improvement, everybody. You are now listening to American Gypsy Podcast. I am your host, Classic, and I am here with my co-host. Gypsy. And today we have Anthony Cotter. He is the creator of Whole Life Goals, a platform that matches people's health, wealth, and wellness goals to certified professionals who can help them achieve those goals. Anthony, welcome to American Gypsy Podcast. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Glad to be here. How's it, how's it going in L.A.? Uh, it's, it's nice. It's a beautiful day. Today. It is. Yeah, it is a beautiful day. It's like 78 in the middle Perfect. of February, so I can't complain. Yeah, we actually went snorkeling the other day. Come on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. <laughs> so it's nice. How's the weather where you are? Freezing. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, exactly. We got like... Again? So I'm I'm originally from Brooklyn and Queens, and okay. and now I'm I'm up in Vermont for for a bunch of years. And like maybe three days ago, it snowed two to three feet. Wow! You know, so it's just yeah. it's everywhere. There's yeah. snow everywhere. I've it's only everywhere. experienced that once when we lived in uh, D.C. and, and uh, yeah, in in D.C. that was a little blizzard a couple of years ago, maybe about four or five years ago, and yeah. I, we were <laughs> done. We're done with snow. <laughs> Back to LA. <laughs> yeah, Back we're to going LA. to LA. Yeah. 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 I, I lived in I lived in California for. Um, I got married in in uh, San Francisco as well. But I I took I I bought a one way ticket once when I was like eighteen years old. Uh, <laughs> Didn't know anybody. I was like, like running around, saved up money, landed there. You know, I was like, yo, I I when I was on the highway, there were so many trees. That I remember turning to the house, like, yo, I feel like I'm in like Africa. Like I've never seen this. Like it was so gorgeous. The highway, right? How crazy. Yeah. But it was like, it was just so gorgeous. It's like, wow, this is amazing. It's amazing. And uh San Francisco, that whole that whole Northern California changed my life, man. It was just so beautiful to get out of the city and and just, you know, run around the mountains and 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 get wild and free. So shout out to LA and San Francisco. <laughs> right yeah. That's a rough city to move to without like any plants or anything <laughs> like that how was that experience yeah well you know i i have an uncle that left he went to saint john's university and then he um he was an aikido teacher not a teacher an aikido student and so he found out that his um his instructor was moving to california and he was like all right i gotta figure out how how i'm gonna you know go out there and make it out there so that was in the 80s so I, he so he was out there and I knew he was there. So I just was like, I just got to figure out how I'm gonna link up with him and you know and we'll fit, you know I just like I always figured it out. Just and, yeah, just figure it out. And okay, yeah, so <laughs> what is you say Aikido? Aikido, yeah, it's like um, I mean I don't want to. It's like it's a martial art. Okay, but there the the vibe is it's more um, like they're not gonna attack. It's more self-defense. So if someone's coming at you, it's a way to use that person's energy to get them away. You know, Steven Seagal? Yeah. You know that? Yeah. So he's like an eighth degree black belt in Aikido. Okay. Okay. So that yeah. style, if you've seen his movies, you know. Yeah. I'm, I like MMA. So I'm. Right. Course, yeah. 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 So like MMA would be like the total opposite, like the attack, you know, jujitsu. Right. Know, but still a part of the defensive part, you know, that's. Totally. Yeah. That's that style. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. What made you um, focus on health and wellness? Um, so, man. So, I mean, it really goes back to my to my mother. She um, she was a uh, you know into yoga. You know, sixties. You know, 
she's a girl from she's from Brooklyn, Italian woman from Brooklyn. She, you know, she gets, you know, with with my dad. They're like 18 years old. They have my brother who's older than me. And um, and I think she just kind of, you know, her sister had a spiritual teacher and they both got into yoga. And then her two younger brothers got into yoga. That was my uncle that was in San Francisco. That's part of that that clique. Okay. And then um, and yeah, she just got into it. And then uh, a year before I was born, she said, hey, I'm not going to eat meat anymore. And and then I was born. And then so she raised me vegetarian from birth. And then so I always had like yoga and meditation in, in my life because she had so many like colorful characters kind of around the house and, you know, and, you know, just really interesting, yeah. interesting people. So so that was really, really from birth, right, from from the jump. And then as time goes on, she, um, my mom and dad divorced and I had like the evil stepfather. Um, and my mom passed away on um, Christmas Eve. And, um, and then I moved back in with my dad in a one, way, one bedroom apartment in Queens with my brother. And my brother is a, you know, a violent, you know, kind of street, street kid. And he's in and out of Rikers Island and stuff. And, um, and then he gets uh, diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. And he's been institutionalized literally for 30 years now um, between jail and, and hospitals and stuff. So, so then, <laughs> so then my dad has, has been self-medicating on, um, on drugs. He's a Vietnam vet. He did two tours in Nam. And so he's just been a, a, a wild guy, you know, guns and cocaine and, you know, and, and being a street guy as well. So he's also in and out of jail. <laughs> and then so then I was like, it's like, all right, well, I, I, so I left my house and, uh, you know, got into my own, you know, my, every, like every uh, kids do get into their own stuff and try to figure out who I am. And then I, I, I was like, yeah, why did my mom raise me vegetarian? Like I, I didn't have her to go talk to, you know? So I was like, try to figure out like all that stuff. So I found like her books that she had, I found all her records and stuff. So yeah, I just started like reading about it, learning about it. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a yoga class. And that really, that really kind of kicked it off. You know, I was like, I really, yeah, that I, I read a book called Diet for a New America by, my, by a dude named John Robbins. And he is the heir to Baskin and Robbins. So mm-hmm. he was this, you know, billionaire guy that was about to get like the empire given to him. And he was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't want it. And I'm, and he wrote a book that said, yo, these animals are, are being tortured, you know, they're, you know, to, to produce milk and cheese and all this stuff, you know, they're not, they don't live a good life. And so halfway through that book, I was like, all right, (laughs) you know, like now I got this info, I can't go back, you know, like, so I'm like, I'm going to remove dairy out of my diet, go, you know, do this vegan thing. And because I want to reduce the cycle of suffering. Yeah. I don't want to be involved. Like, I grew up in New York City. I eat cheese pizza, you know, I eat pizza, you know, so it's like, oh, but all these other other things. So that was like the first thing I was just like, all right, I'm going to do, I'm not going to stop drinking, you know, and I'm going to start noticing what I put in my body. So that was, that was around that. that yeah, that was, I was probably around 18. And then again, like around 21, 20, I really got, I really got into health and wellness and then flip-flopped for, you know, for a long, you know, like, Stuff like that. I said, yeah, that was a long-winded response, but that's so. Yeah, that's, besides, like, um, environment, environmental reasons, what hmm. are some reasons someone should um, get into the vegan lifestyle? Yeah, so it's so it's either at, for animals, right? So like an animal liberation um, environment and health. Those are the three 
kind of main vegan, you know, reasons why you would go vegan. For me, it was definitely, I'm, I'm definitely vegan for the animals. I love animals. Um, I, although I never had pets or anything like that, but I just always, you know, have, have a good bond with them. I'm, they're really, you know, I don't know, they trust me, they come up to me. And so, yeah, I love animals. And then, so that was, yeah, that was really it. It was, um, it was really like more of like a, I didn't want to be hypocritical, you know, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want for, so for me, it was, it was animal rights, but then it would also gotten to the health thing. Cause if I'm going to like poison my body with drugs and alcohol and stuff, but then I won't eat a slice of pizza. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't really make sense, you know, like, Oh no, I'm not going to go drink tonight, but uh, you know, so, yeah. so that was kind of the thing it was like, all right, let me not, let me, let me stop partying thursdays and fridays and saturdays and sundays and mondays and you know let me start partying and then i could go i'll be i'll be able to wake up early and take take a yoga class or go to that meditation class so you know so so these little like little increments of change kind of put me down a different path and you know you see i'm, if I'm hanging out at the park and play handball and basketball and then whatever the night installs and, and you know and figure out how the night involves but if i'm if i'm gonna not go out and then go to this yoga class well, now I'm in Manhattan and then I meet, I meet other people, right? You, you yeah. know, after the class, yo, let's go get a green juice. So let's go do that. You know? So then you, you know, you start hanging out with different people and, and then you wind up in California <laughs> with all the rest of the, you know, the health food nuts, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah so, yeah. so those are the three reasons why people become vegan health environment and animals. So like out here, there's a big, you know, kind of area well, it's mostly out west a little bit where you can find a lot of vegan shops and things like that. Are mm -hmm. vegan restaurants and things growing in the area where you are? Yeah, not, I mean, hmm, not like, I mean, there's nothing growing in my area. <laughs> like I'm, it's really, I'm in, I'm in the mountains for sure. Um, <laughs> but I, I can tell you that since I've always been vegetarian and I've, you know, I've always ate peanut butter and jelly for lunch, you know, it's only been, I'd say, since around, I mean, definitely since 2000s, that veganism is freaking everywhere. Like every menu, yeah. there's always like a veggie burger or, the, you know, there's always something that, that you could eat. But back in the day, it wasn't like that. It was like everyone's eating and I'm, you know, I'm just like, all right, you know, just yeah. more water, please, you know, or whatever, you know, or salads or stuff. So, so now, I mean, yeah, it's everywhere. But up in Vermont, there, there is, there is a, you know, there's a place called Mint that they do like a vegan restaurant. There's vegan options. That's what I'll say. Still, you know, there's more vegan options. So that's, that's good. I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I know, I mean, I know like Santa Monica, I, it's like vegan yoga studio juice bar, vegan yoga <laughs> studio juice bar. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. it, you know, it, it's yeah, a lifestyle. Uh, yeah it's people, amazing it's amazing I, I i worked at a whole foods in um in mill valley so in in you know up in marin county and i would i would hike i would walk to the store and i i'd be i'd climb trees grab an orange pick blackberries you know eat fruit by the time i got to the store i wouldn't even be hungry you know there's just so much abundance in california um it's amazing i can't i, I you could tell i still love california it's like it's the spot, man. That's where you want to be. That, for me, in my own mind, yeah, it was like my, yeah, it was like my dream. You know, you live in New York, you're like, you know, kids are skateboarding 24 seven in California. You live in, you live in New York, you only get like a short window, you know, cause then it's snowing and raining and stuff like that. So then yeah. it's like, 
man, California's got it. It's got everything. Got the beach, got the, you know, it's got everything. Yeah, it's definitely a different quality of life. You know, it's hard to kind of explain or, or, you know, you can, it's easier to say, you know, but, but a lot of people are like, yeah, I wish I could, but, you know, and it just, it takes them a little push to say, like, just like that same 18 year old push to where right. you're not really worried about the fear part. You're just worried about, Hey, I'm just going to go. Yeah, it works. Yeah, moment. it'll unfold. Yeah. Something yeah. will unfold. And if you I'll have survive. a positive mindset, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you got a good positive, you know, good positive attitude, then and of course, like you, the the real truth is that you know, every anywhere you go, there you are. You know, you know that. You know, like you're gonna take yourself with you, right, wherever you go. Yeah. So I went from like partying and and being a, a mess, and then going to California, thinking, oh, I'm gonna be. <laughs> drug free and alcohol free and all that stuff. And then I really, I met kids playing basketball and then I wind up doing the same things. We're partying in Daly city and, you know, and all these spots and, and it became like, you know, it's, I just, like, I just found the same crew just in California. Like I just left this group of kids cause I was like, oh, I need to change. I just switch it up. And I find the exact same type of mentality in Cal you know, it's, so yeah. it, you bring yourself to the party and, Surprise! <laughs> yeah. you, you could probably go to another country and maybe you know depending on how things are yeah. maybe still yes. find that same <laughs> yeah oh totally well i mean yeah. it's like you know like if you if you go to like aa or na they say it's people places and things that you get you know you could get triggered you know that you have to really be aware about because you know and especially if you go to a new place and you know you don't know anybody oh you want to get a beer and yeah, if I get, let's go, you know, let's go get a beer or whatever. And then yeah. for someone that's shouldn't be drinking, I should not be drinking. The the world does not want me to drink. But if, so if someone, you know, that's, that's drinking too much, then, you, you know, you still, you wild out and you, you act the same way that you acted, you know. But you do have to be aware of that. And that's one of the things that you are totally. at least aware of that. A lot of people right. are just not aware of that. So yeah. Takes time. It takes right. time to bring that awareness in. It does. It, it yeah. It does. It takes time. When did you start your spiritual journey, or was that something that's always there? So, I, I got a story for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love to hear it. So, um, so my mother had a, a spiritual teacher. Her name is Hilda Charlton, and uh, there's a book about her. It's called Saints Alive. And back in the '70s, she used to give a lecture in '80s. She used to give a lecture in uh, St. John's Divine, this big cathedral in New York, uh, in Manhattan. And so we used to drive from Queens to the spot, like maybe once a week or every other week. I don't, I was, I was little, I was like, you know, maybe six, seven years old. And I guess like looking back at it now, I guess my mom and dad were going through their thing. So that was like her escape, you know, like, you like my dad's wiling out. We're going to take the kids. We're going to go see, you know, be around these spiritual people. So we'd go and there'd be, you know, could be a hundred people in, the, in this huge, huge place, 300 people. And, um, and this is, this is what I remember. Like, obviously this, you'll, you'll know why, but this is like the most, the biggest experience, but, but there's, let, let me just back up. There's like the difference between my neighborhood is a very Italian neighborhood in Queens, you know, a lot of gangsters, a lot of like, you know, that, that type of vibe. And their names are like Carmine, Johnny, Frankie, you know, like 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mikey, like that's how Anthony. And then when I go to this other spot in Manhattan, it's like Dove, Orion, you know, Shanti, Vali, like all these other names. And so I just remember being a kid, like, wow, this is so, so cool. Like it's, it was just so cool, you know? And everyone like, everyone had like beards and like tie dye shirts. It's like, hippie professor vibe you know you know and uh and which is was new to me and it was very a very colorful scene and as kids we would just play tag and run around you know while this woman gave this lecture to all these people one night she calls everybody up you know unbeknownst to me and so my mom comes and gets me and we're just waiting in this this long line and she's on the stage and you you go to you know you go up there and my mom has is like holding you know holding me you know walking me up and you take off your shoes, you get on stage, and then Hilda is in front of me. She's wearing this blue, like a, a, a sari, you know, like an Indian wrap, you know, yeah. a, woman, a woman's wrap. And she kind of like does this like little half bow to me. And then she reaches out and barely, she doesn't even touch my forehead, doesn't even touch it. And right out of her hands, this white light, poof, and it flashes me right between my eyebrows and I just knock out and I guess there's people catching you. Right. So you don't yeah. get knocked out. So boom. So I'm, I'm out. I felt this white light, just, just like, like a, just turn on a light switch, just right up. And like everything was just bam, just white light. And like, like this, like silver and, and blue, like this ocean color blue. And it just, it just like fried my, <laughs> fried my system. And then I just remember my mom staring over me and I'm looking up and it was like fuzzy around the edges, but I see her face and she looks so in, angelic. And she was just like, you know, is everything all right here? Right. And I come up and I just remember being speechless and not really like, wow, what the hell was that? You know, that's so wild. And she just kept saying, like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I just was really, was really just taken back by it. My brother goes through that same experience. And I remember my brother saying, oh, I saw all these flashes and colors and stuff. And then the only thing I really remembered on the drive back was, man, if, one, for being like a seven-year-old, I remember like, wow, like, I, mean, I didn't know these, I didn't know the language then, but I was thinking, man, like, if she could do it, I could do it right if she has mm-hmm. this superhero thing yeah. like that means we all could kind of do it and i cut like, that kind of thought was in my head and then the other thought was man if i could learn how to do this i can knock my brother out like my big brother who always beats me up you know i could just i could zap him oh you messing with me zap, 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 you know? so, so that was those are my those were like that was like the two things but that 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 experience really stayed with me i mean even today i i get the chills thinking about it and i and and I, and I think, oh, man, how can I harness this energy? How can I, how can I really do this and, and share it with other people? And, and so that idea has always stuck with me to learn about meditation and, 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 and seek my own gurus and go on my own journeys and, and do all these, you know, colon cleanse and kidney flushes and parasite flushes and do all these things. And, you know, I would, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to be breatharian and I'm not going to eat food and you know, sit on a rock and ohm all day and just bliss myself out, you know? And then, and then you realize that, <laughs> like, you know, you come back down and you're like, all right, I, I guess I got to eat and figure some other stuff out, you know? But, you, you know, you go on all these adventures because, you know, you're trying to 
you know, recreate this experience that was really mind blowing, really, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, so that was, the, that was, that was really how, how that spiritual journey started. Yeah. So long ago, but it's really, it really, really stuck with me. And I can't, I can't say it enough. It really stuck with me. So I could, you know, pick up, pick up a book or go see someone else's guru or someone else's teacher travel and find, Oh, this person's giving a talk. I'm going, I want to, you know, like, I want that energy. I want, you know, it's like, you get it. You want to go check out the energy. Gurus you get inspired by. Um, so the one on my wall, his name is Ramana Maharshi, Sri Ramana Maharshi. He, he passed away um in the 50s i believe and he he blows me away his, his he didn't speak for 13 years so he just mm. transmitted his energy with you know that's how his lessons were transferred to his students but he uh, just when i look at his picture man it's something in me just wells up and um yeah i don't i don't, I don't know what it is but yeah he's the one he's the one for me um, but there's, but there's, yeah, there's so many they're, and they're all amazing. They're all, you know, they're all, and they're all human, you know, so a lot of them quote unquote fall from grace. Right. Um, you know, some get hooked on money, some get hooked on women, some get hooked on drugs, you know, they're just like, they're just regular people, but they've had these amazing experiences where something has opened up in them and they realized, you know, uh, if, you know, I don't, I don't know if you read the Bible at all, but the, you know, in the Bible, it, it's, you know, I can name many places in the Bible. I'll just say in the Bible, they say, you know, what is the name of God? I'll just cut it short. And God says, I am. So that's the name I am. And so when you kind of dig into this, like, what is the meaning of that? You know, but when Moses had the, you know, had the 10 commandments, you know, he said, who, you know, who, who can I say sent me, you know, the Pharisee, who can I say sent me? He says, tell them I am sent thee unto you. Right. And so that word I am has always been in my space and, and, and kind of dig and dig and dig and dig into myself and, and figure out what that, what that is. And it's taken a while, but here I am. <laughs> so I don't know if that answers anything, but you yeah. know, maybe someone that's listening would be like, hmm, let me dig into that too. So yeah. what's your experience with meditation? Yes. Uh, medita- I mean, I, I taught meditation in in oakland and in san rafael and in san francisco in juvenile hall systems and i did that for about five years and um and i used to teach kids how to meditate all the all the time i i've taught my own children how to meditate and um to the person who really taught me how to meditate was my uncle tony my uncle pat and they would just set an alarm for 20 minutes and um you would sit and do the style that we did in my house called vipassana which is uh there's there's two it's anapana which is uh you focusing on the tip of your nose so just following the the air going into the nose and exhale out of the nose and just feeling that so it's just one pointed focused concentration right here at the tip and then vipassana is is more of a you're checking your body so you're uh, people call it like sweeping or scanning your body so you're just kind of feeling feeling inside of your body you're filling the space up and you're just scanning and seeing if there's any spots. Oh, I kind of feel inside of my inside of my knee or inside of my left toe or the back of my right scapula or wherever. And you're just feeling, you're just kind of moving that energy until you're completely blown open and you're staying within your body. And that's that is uh, that's the meditation that I do. Just always focusing 
throughout the day, just talking with you guys, just always having a little bit of that consciousness inside my body as I'm talking, as I'm doing the dishes, as I'm walking to the bathroom, as I'm doing everything in my life, just constantly checking in with myself, checking my body as I'm just living out my life. And that's, that's become the meditation. And to give a quick, quick one, it's like when people ask me about veganism, because I've been vegan now for 25 years, you know? So, you know, like, oh, how hard is it being vegan? It's, it's not, it's, there is nothing, there's nothing hard. I, there's, it's just a label. I, I don't consider it anything. It's just the way, you know, it's just the way you eat. It's not like, yeah. oh, I'm vegan, whatever. It's just, <laughs> no, it's just reality. It's just life. And that's how meditation becomes, you know, it's not like, oh, I got to sit for an hour in a certain way, you know, it, then that, that kind of stick, that kind of also washes away, you know? Um, yeah. It's like, oh no, it's just, be, this is just the way you live. It's just, you know, you're always connected to yourself. You always stay in that space. Now, with that said, again, in the Bible or in other scriptures everywhere, it's, you know, be still and know, or be still and know that I am God, right? There's that word, I am again. So, but be still and know I am God. So how do you do that? The only really way to do that is stillness. Stillness is the gateway into the present moment. Um, so, so, you know, so like I'm saying, as I'm walking to the bathroom or making or doing the dishes or making something to eat, yes, I'm in a state of presence, but also you do have to make time to be still, right? Your body, you can move it, fast it, feed it, right? You could do all these things with your body, but how much, how much focus do we do, do we give on that stillness and just, and not doing and just being, right? Just, just being, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it, yeah, it takes practice, but it comes. You said um, you taught meditation at a juvenile um, detention center. Like, how did they receive that? Were they like? Yeah, so, so I only taught them? in, in maximum securities. Um, and so those, those kids, you know, I mean, they still write me letters. That's how many years ago. But it's like, you know, they, they've gone away for kidnapping, murder, you know, like kids from Salinas and, you know, all these, all these spots that, you know, these are like, these, you know, they when they're done with juvenile hall, they're they're going they're going away. Like they're still got they still got more time to do. So these, they were you know, they they yeah they 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 needed meditation, you know they really did, and that's why it was a blessing being there. So so what you know, and they have so much energy, right? Sixteen years old, and you you're locked up for twenty three hours a day, right? And then they could either go to Bible class or they could do meditation class. So they probably know the Bible teacher is not having it, right? So they, you know, it's probably pretty strict. So they're like, oh yeah, we can mess around the meditation group, you know? You know, so then they come into the they come into the group. And so some classes, you know, it could be 20 kids, 30 kids, you know, most of the times around I say 15. So they're pretty big groups. And then so in the beginning, they're, you know, they're, everyone's bugging out, they're wilding out, they're out of their room, they're joking around. So I would immediately like, all right, we're, we're doing push-ups. Boom, 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 right? You do like 20 push-ups. It's just to get their energy out, right? Because they're, they're, yeah. they're laughing and joking and not taking things seriously. But after they do their push-ups, you know, they, you know, then I'm like, all right, sit, close your eyes, focus on your breath, focus on your heart. And then they, then they kind of settle into their body, which, which, you know, as a 16-year-old, how many times do you really settle into your body? You know, you, you, you really don't. So yeah, I didn't know anything about that when I was 16. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so they would come away like really blown. They would really be blown away, and and they would love to hear my stories about New York City, and you know, and and um, you know, and 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 then my and my diet, right? Yeah. One one kid asked me, like, you because I've never tried meat ever, you know. So they were like, wow. you ain't never tried meat. I'm like, no. Nope. How are you gonna have kids if you don't try no meat? You know, so it's like, <laughs> right? Like, Gypsy was like, "What?" And that's right. like, it's like, yeah. "What?" And but just think, like, where they're at, you know, it's like that's, they, you know, meat, protein, whatever they're thinking, they're correlating that with something, right? They're thinking like, yeah. "Oh, you gotta have meat to be strong. You gotta have meat to be this. You gotta do this, whatever." And so it was just those types of things that would make me laugh, and we'd just laugh and laugh and laugh, but. Um, you know, there's a kid, you know, a kid from Jamaica, his mom was Jamaican and he was, he was raised vegetarian too. So there was a, bu- there was a bunch of kids that like, they, you know, they knew, they knew, they knew it's something they did, you know, some kids are like, man, I, I want to do it in here, but we only get like one orange, one apple, you know, they're yeah. like, it's hard to do it in here. It's like, yeah, when you get out or whatever, you know, just as long as you're, as long as you, you're mindful about it, you know, if you're mindful about what you eat and what you put in your body. And I mean, that's, that's the first step, like we said before with, with drinking or any drugs or you know, it's, it's just being mindful, just having that awareness, like, oh, if I go down this path, I'm not going to be able to do all these other cool things that I really want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, in, so. and, and knowing, you know, at least getting to know your body, to, a lot of people don't understand or don't have a relationship with their body to know, okay, I'm eating this, I feel like this, I'm eating this, I feel like this, I'm eating this. But sometimes when you can, you know, basically filter out everything and you know almost exactly what you're putting in your body and if you feel a certain way you would know exactly what you put in your body still totally that's that's basically kind of what that helped with the most yeah i mean think think about this you're in you're in high school right you go to you go to lunch you eat a burrito or something you know something heavy right yeah and then you have science or even worse history that next class and you're drooling on your books. You're knocked out because you just basically ate something, something so heavy. And now all your energy is, you know, you just zapped it. And now your body's trying to digest. And then you hear like the droning of the teacher, you know, and then you just <clears throat> out. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, I just didn't and, get no sleep last night. Right, right. I got a collection of things that take place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a collection of things. But, but, having, but having that awareness or noticing it, man, when I eat this food, I pass out, you know, like I could eat 10 pounds of salad, not pass out. But if I ate 10 pounds of pasta, you know, big macaroni or something, I'm sleeping, sugar coma, knocked out, you know, and that, and that's, that's also addiction, right? Like if you're, if you're not feeling well, you just broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend and, uh, and you don't want to think about it, right? People go to drugs, people go to sex, gambling, whatever, other people, right? They get a pint of ice cream or something. They put on their favorite show and then that sugar coma, man, and you just forget everything, you know? It's so, yeah, you could use it for, yeah, you could, you could use it for anything. Yeah. What you got, Gypsy? I see you thinking. <laughs> well, I was, um, like, what is your, I guess I've tried to um, follow more a plant-based diet, um, yeah. but I still eat eggs. Um, like, what is your reply? I love you're eggs. Ab- you're absolved that you just confessed. Your- <laughs> like, I love eggs. So, like, what's your replacement? I know for you, it doesn't feel like a replacement because it's just right. this is your way of life and you just 
you don't have it in your life, but like, what do you eat in the morning? What's so I don't eat in the morning, but around like 10 30 ish around 11, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll make a shake. And, and that consists of spinach, kale, uh, water. Sometimes I use like a protein powder in the last say six months. I haven't been, but sometimes I use Purium or I'll use, you know, another one of these other brands, uh, Vega protein shakes. There's, there's a, there's a bunch of them. Um, and yeah, so then I'll maybe some coconut, um, oil, um, you know, just throw whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just, just get it up, but it's, it's thick enough and it's heavy enough bananas definitely. And so, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what, that's my go-to and it's liquid. So it's kind of pre, you know, pre-digested, you know, your body's not really working. Uh, and I feel the best I do that. And then that's kind of my breakfast, lunch, and then, uh, dinner. It's really what I'm making the kids. I, you know. I don't, I don't really eat that heavy. I eat pretty light. Um, I don't really crave heaviness. I don't like to feel full. Mm -hmm. I like to feel satisfied. You know, I don't like to feel like too full. It just doesn't feel comfortable for me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that, that what I wanted to say about eggs yeah. <laughs> you know, is, is um, now, I mean, it's crazy, dude. Two, what are we in? 2022. There is a vegan product for every product so there's egg, you want eggs there's a product called just just egg or something just yeah i think it's called just mm -hmm. egg and it comes in a like a squeezable bottle like a ketchup bottle yeah. so it's like scrambled eggs that you could just squirt it out yeah and then fry it up you know and it's and it, you can make a sandwich you know there's vegan cheese and you know yeah, so try the vegan cheese yeah there's no there's really no excuse because back in the day you're like oh i can't give up and then you, whatever that thing is for that person. Yeah. And then I'd be like, all right, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. You can't find good, whatever, you know. Now, a friend of mine who's been vegan maybe two years, his name is Tim. And he was like, yo, all vegan cheeses suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, you know. I was like, have you tried this one? He's like, no. I was like, have you tried this one? I'm like, no. I'm like, look, my kids love it, you know. So try that, you know, hit me back. He's like, yo, I made a good, like the first time I made a grilled cheese in two years, you know? So, yeah. you know, and that's the thing is that's what it is. Like people, people want, like, they just want their comfort food. And so, yeah, so it's not hard, you know, it's really not hard. It's, it's just having that little, that little switch. Oh, I normally eat, I normally buy this product. Oh, I'll try this one, you know? You know, yeah, and so. it's a, you know, adjustment in taste buds and things like that. The more you eat it, the more you kind of get used to it. And because I know, yeah, I grew up on milk, but the more I got away from milk, now I taste milk. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I used to drink a ton of milk, too. I used to drink a ton. Because I, I would, you know, watching TV, oh, good for the bones, good for the, the you know, yeah. milk that's about it good, all, all the propaganda no all the uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but all you know all yeah. that stuff so yeah I was, I was i would drink like this big thing i'd be playing nintendo like yeah i'm getting big and i'm like in the sixth grade seventh grade like, yeah. <laughs> what do you and then uh, was that oh sorry i didn't mean to interrupt i was gonna no, ask was just, yeah. what what do you use for milk now so there are so many milk products so there's rice milk and almond milk and oat milk and coconut milk and all right there's tons of them that are vegan i use, i really don't drink i don't use any of those products mm -hmm. like my i don't really use i use so <laughs> when i moved to california three years prior to moving to california 
I became a raw foodist. So I didn't eat anything cooked. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I did that for, um, for three years. And like you were saying, uh, it, you know, your, your taste buds change. And for me, it was when, you know, you're eating cooked food or processed food, you know, there's acidity in that. And, and when you go to an all, you know, organic raw food diet, you know, you're just eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. That's it. And so your body gets so alkaline. So your taste buds change. So I, I, never, I never went to like AA or NA when I was really, you know, I was homeless for a bunch of years and living on the streets and, 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 and kind of just not, not in the best place. So your body is very acidic and then you crave all these acidities, right? Cigarettes or, or whatever, weed, whatever, whatever it is, you crave, this, you crave all that stuff because it, it, the more you, you, know, you put smoke in your body, it turns your blood, you know, there's acidity to it, you know? And, but once you start doing more green juices and more salads and going that way, then all those cravings go away. So I, never, I, just, I just started to clean out my body get it get more into the yoga get more into the get more into the stuff you know sweating and running and all this all this health stuff that if i if like so oh, you want a beer or you want something it'd, it'd be like no nah, i don't even want like i i don't even want it i don't even want it you know i don't even want like there's no craving whatsoever the more alkaline you turn your body you won't have cravings and some some sometimes it's the food that you're eating that's you know, triggering those cravings and 100%. messing with your leptin and all of that stuff. That's kind of, yeah, there's off a, there's a California dude named David avocado wolf and he's from uh, San Diego and he, um, he's like the pioneer of a, of a kind of a, the new wave of raw foodists uh, in the nineties. And he, um, he has, he had so much, he had so much information and just, 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 fire just firing off all this energy but he he said in his first book he's like you know people are addicted to food go you know if you eat cooked food go a week without bread right mm -hmm. or go a week without bananas or apples which one are you addicted to like going going without bread for a week you're like yo i'm i'm freaking out like you you want you crave it you know you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, is, I've yeah. experimented um, um, several different things. Like I've done keto for about six months or so. And during that time, I realized um, I did some intermittent fasting because I just, like you said earlier, I, once you start fasting, it's like, you don't want to feel full. Full is like the worst thing that can happen. And oh, if you're, yeah. you I was actually tracking my calories on uh, my fitness pal and I realized I got it down to a science where if I eat more than 400 calories, I'm just going to feel uncomfortable or, you know, and I realized when I ate keto, uh, keto uh, diet, it, it helped me not feel full or bloated, most probably cutting out the bread part for the most yeah. part. And, um, and I've also tried doing vegetarian, um, mm -hmm vegetarian keto. I try to mix it up yeah. uh, for about six months. And I, I noticed a big change overall, like a lot of things totally. in, in my body started balancing out. Yeah. And your, and your energy changes. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, yeah, to me, I mean, it's your body. So you, you know, try something, if it works, stick with it. If it doesn't find another path, you know, and, but at and least with, try. 
Yeah. yeah, at least try. Yeah, yeah. Least try. and that's that's the other thing. It's like people were like, "Oh, I, I tried veganism. I, I couldn't do it. How long did you try for? A week." All right. Well, maybe try again. You know, like yeah. you know, you've been eating this way for fifty years, and you you know, you yeah. try something for one week. It, you know, it's you know, it takes some time to you know your body your body kind of get used to it and and feel good and and clean yourself out of it and yeah, and it's fun and and. Oh, it's just fun. And fasting, intermittent fasting is great. You know, I, I just remember, I just remember feeling really cloudy in my mind. And, um, and the more alkaline I became, you know, my meditation got better. My, like the inner quietness got better. My mind wasn't racing, um, all these things. And, and, and really, I don't really know how to explain this, but I definitely experienced it. I felt like when I was, when I had more acidity in my body from just eating a cooked food diet, I felt like if people were throwing shade at me or like, you know, saying something, I would take it in personally, like it would, it would affect me, you know, like it would stick to me. But once I became alkaline, like I felt like nothing, like nothing affected me. Like some, oh, like, oh you're too skinny or you're there. I was like, oh, no doubt. You know, like, I just, like it didn't, like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it was like, yeah. it's such a weird thing. It's just a weird, it was a, it was a weird thing. And it, it dawned on me. I'm like, damn, I'm always in a good mood. Like I'm, like, I'm, I'm stoked. Like I love, like, I love this. I love this lifestyle. I feel great. And I, and you know, and then you want to share it with people, you know, and that's when they're like, I get out of here. I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> Eat rabbit food all day. <laughs> What's the longest you fasted? I've, I've fasted for 30 days. No food. Wow. Yeah. It's How so water. was that experience? And was it hard? Um, and like, it, when did it become easier? Because I know after a certain time, it probably becomes uh, automatic. Yep, automatic. Uh, well, not <laughs> it, it, automatic. I, I, like your body gets used to it. Yeah, it doesn't um, fight it as much. Maybe. Totally. I don't know, it, but I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> right. It yeah. is. It's like the first. Around. The first. Let's say ten days. Well, I'll I'll go. So, like the first day is no big deal, right? Because you just ate twenty four hours ago. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like whatever, no big deal. That's fine. And then the second day, you know, like you get irritable. It's like, you know, not really stoked. Everyone's eating you because people don't realize what we were saying before you, you eat, you're comforting yourself with your food choices, but you don't realize it until you give up those food choices. Mm-hmm. Then you, then you realize, Oh man, like I'm really addicted to that. Like we said before, go a week without bread. You're like scratching. I'm fiending. Go a week without apples. You're like, well, you know, like, you know, right. okay. there's no addiction there, but, so yeah, so so doing it. So then, like day three, by day three, four, you finally have a bowel movement, right? Mm-hmm. So your body's kind of feeding off what was the last thing that was in your body. So then, once once that happens, you get like this surge of energy because now you because there's nothing you're not putting anything in your body to push out the last thing you ate, right? Mm-hmm. So you're drinking water or whatever, and then you have that bowel movement. All right, I get some energy, and then and then it happens again. Then like you feel good for a little bit, and then it's like three days later you're like, oh, I feel sluggish again. And then you have another bowel movement, you know? And then and you're like, another bowel movement? Like day 14? Like, how is this possible? I haven't eaten two weeks, you know? Like, wow. what am I holding on to? Like, this is crazy. But your body starts to say, oh, okay. Body, the body starts to trust that you're not, you know, that, okay. Survival mode. Yeah, he's resting. So let me, let me start kind of dumping some of these toxins that 
like that I was holding on to, you know, and then so you, you do, you feel, I mean, you get headaches, oh God, you maybe break out in pimples, you know, like if you smoke cigarettes, you know, your lungs are, you know, you'll, you'll get rashes on your jawline and you'll see, you'll, you know, you, ex- you experience your body tells you everything, right? Your body tells you when you're thirsty, your body tells you when this or when that. And then these symptoms that you get, they get more extreme. But for me, the coolest thing to really notice were my eyes and my tongue. You know, when you're, when you're fasting, like, you know, all this mucus is coming out. It's like your tongue, I know it sounds pretty gnarly, but like your tongue can be like yellow and furry looking and like, you know, and, and white and all, you know, and, and so you're like, oh, what does it mean? So then you, you know, there's books and there's things to read and like, oh, wow, this is, this is what's happening. And then you get really into it and you're like, oh, I don't want to stop now. Like this stuff, like I'm kind of, I'm getting, I'm, you know, I'm moving this stuff out of my system. And, and so you want to go a little bit further, a little bit further, a little bit further. There's an, an excellent person. His name is Arnold Errett. And he wrote a book called Rational Fasting. And he also wrote a book called The Mucusless Diet. And they came out like the turn of the century, early 1900. And they're small. It's like a, a book, like five inches tall, you know, quarter of an inch thick. And, you know, they, you could buy them on Amazon for like five bucks. They've been around forever. But his, his story, you know, he would say, you know, you know, fast for 20 days, 10 days, and then introduce a little bit of food, like a handful of grapes, you know. And he's saying that kickstarts the metabolism and everything. And then you'll be able to excrete more waste because you kickstart a little bit and then fast for another couple of days. You know, because he did a, a ton of these experiments where he would he would fast. Let's say um, he would he would cut himself on his on his hand on the backside of his hand, and he would drink vodka and potatoes right for like a month, cut himself, and then write down what the the cut was doing. Oh, it's pussing, it's you know it's it hasn't formed a scab yet, right? And he's writing this all stuff down, you know, and he's being his own doctor. He's you know he's he's studying his own stuff. And then he would do 100% raw food diet. And on the other hand, cut himself. And he'd be like, the same size cut, healed in three days. Scabbed, healed, no scarring either. So he was doing these amazing experiments. And I'm reading this stuff like, oh, man, this is amazing. You know, like, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. So, so that's what got me, got me interested in just learning about what your body could do and how fast you could heal you know, it's like how much further you could push yourself, how much more energy you have. Does food really give you energy? Like all these questions come up, man, can I, can I become a breatharian and, and give up food completely? You know, I've read books. There's people that haven't eaten food. This is, this is crazy talk, you know? And so that became my motivation is um, I learned how to do this uh, sun gazing practice where you stare into the sun mm-hmm. and you kind of drink in the, the energy that way. Um, which is a beautiful practice. I spent time with this gentleman. His name is uh, HRM, Hiratan Manek. And I used to put on these, um, in, in California, I used to put on, you know, uh, like gatherings where speakers would come and I would, I would make raw foods for them and, you know, and charge people to come into the spot and, and, and learn these lectures. And so I used to do that tour for him and I used to do it for Dr. Gabriel Cousins and um, Brian Clement down at uh, Hippocrates Health Institute down in Florida. And so we get all these, these just great information and, and, and just some really cool stuff. And, and that really became the driving force of wanting to continue to push myself further and see how far I could go without eating at all or 
Or if I was like, well, if I ate every other day, it's like eating 180 days a year. Mm-hmm. If I fasted Saturday and Sunday every other weekend, so now take off another 50 days, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so you're like, wow, I'm only eating, like literally I was only eating like 60 days a week, you know? And then thinking- I mean a year. Uh, what's that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'm thinking, wow, I could really, I could go further, you know, I could keep going further and little by little, by doing the sun gazing, it really, it, it really, it really opened up these like, the fear that you have in yourself, right? How many times when you were a kid, your mom would say, don't look at the sun, you'll go blind, right? Or yeah. some, right, some sort of fear-based thing that you take in as truth. So then ah, I wear sunglasses or block out the light or, you know, but then when you do this practice in the back of your mind, that comes up, right? This five-year-old voice or whatever. Like, Don't look at the sun. You burn your eyes out, whatever it is. But then you're staring at the sun and you're staring, you're staring, you're staring. And then it go, that, that fear just, just starts popping and just like goes away. And you're just releasing more and more fear, just releasing and releasing. And then you just come to that spot of like, man, I could really do this. I, could, I feel energy. I feel good. And, um, and, and it was explained to me like this, like the vegetarian, like, the meat eater eats the cow for for its for his energy. The cow ate the grass for his energy. So then the vegetarian is like, oh, I'll just cut out the cow and get the energy from the plant, right? right? So so that made sense. And then this teacher was like, All right, but where did the plant get the energy? <laughs> so cut out the plant and get it directly from the sun. Yeah. So I was like, That makes sense. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, but it sounds it does sound wacky. But if you go online really and you type hurt. in breatharian, yeah, there are people. I sun gaze, and I did notice a difference when I was kind of trying to do it every day. Um, yeah. It's hard to explain, but I think it's, it's beneficial. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was living. I don't know if you know Mount Tamalpais in Marin in Marin County. So over the Golden Gate. Okay. When you go over the Golden Gate Bridge, the the mountains to the left is Mount Mount Tam. And so to do, to do this, this sun gazing, you add 10 seconds every day. Is that, is that, is that the one you did or no? Um, I didn't really time it or anything. I just try okay. to do it in the morning. First thing, go outside Perfect. and just, you know, during sunrise. Yeah. And, and take it in. It as, and just try to do affirmation, just be in a positive mm-hmm. energy while I'm doing Love the it. sun gazing. And you feel it, right? Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. And so, so this gentleman, he was reading a book by Sri Aurobindo and the mother, and, and, and he came across this in India. He's from Kerala, the southern part of India. And he said, add 10 seconds every day. So the first day, you stare at the sun, 10 seconds. Next, next day, 20 seconds, 30, 40, right? So every day, you add 10 seconds. And now we're not staring at the sun when it's high noon or anything like that. It's sunrise or sunset Absolutely. only, yeah. right? And so if you keep adding 10 seconds, in about nine months, you get to 44 minutes, 45 minutes, right? You get, get to that level. And he's like, when you get to that, your body now is fully charged. You cannot take any more in. So you don't have to sun gaze every day. And that was the first, that's like the first. And then there's another level to do it. You got to kind of walk on the beach and, and then you could start sun gazing kind of when the sun is directly over you and it's stronger and you kind of drink in a little bit, a little bit, you know, when it's really high. And so that practice really blew me away. For, for one, just think about it. In one year, I mean, if you dedicated your day to make sure you see the sun, 
and, and spend time with the sun, it changes your life. It was the best year of my life. The best year of my life. I've seen like 300 sunsets in a year. Like, like if you did, like, I know it sounds corny or whatever, but. Well, no, you know, we, trust me, we understand. Yeah. Because, yeah, you, you look at our mean? YouTube like, channel and you would be like, okay. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so, so that's, that's, that's yeah. yeah, so it was like, to dedicate that time and then you know, I'd go, you know, work at Whole Foods, you know, had a 1969 square back VW, you know, like living like this California life and drive up to the mountain and, you know, and, and there's people up there celebrating and there's like mountain bike riders and it's just like this cool vibe and the sun goes down. And then like my heart just like, like, man, I need a, a rewind button, like bring that sun back, you know, like, <laughs> you, I, you feel like, I feel sad, like, no, I don't want it to go away, you know, but yeah, yeah it's a, such a beautiful practice. And then the temperature drops. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just as, just, I want to say this with sun gazing, if anyone, if anyone does attempt it or try it, there's plenty of things to do, but make sure you don't have uh, rubber soles or, you know, you want to be grounded because mm-hmm. there's a lot of electricity. And so you want, you just want to be grounded to the ground. Just like if you have a light switch, right? There's a ground on the light switch for that. Well, that electricity needs to be grounded. So that's the same. So, you know, rubber insulates your body from mother earth. So, so definitely stay grounded. And, um, and then also if you could do it on sand, I find that to be best and dirt and then rocks and then grass would be would be last you know concrete would be even less or yeah. stuff like that so yeah but you guys you guys know what's up yesterday um we went out to, to the beach and kind of took our shoes off walked in the sand and it was perfect time because the sunset so yeah. we're just like yeah. looking at the sun. so yeah, yeah um, yesterday was the uh, sun gaze and the day before that was the snorkeling <laughs> <laughs> i know you guys are crushing it yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it snorkeling man amazing and where, so what beach is that? Where is Laguna. that? Laguna. Yeah, that's Very where cool. we go for snorkeling. Down in, went to Shaw's Cove for the first time. We had usually been going to uh, Crescent Bay. Okay. Um, and you went see to, some cool stuff? Well, I didn't, it was, the water was crystal clear. We didn't really go out to quite to see too much, but we just sure. kind of went out to just to fill the water. It was water. pretty we, quiet yeah. yesterday. It was, it was, yeah, it was quiet. Um, when we go to Crescent Bay, though, we usually see fish. There's a, yeah. another area where there's a lot of kelp to where we basically, every time you can almost see something. We yeah. see so cool. a stingray, um, yeah. a little golden yeah. fish. And right now, is I think it's migration for like uh, whales and yeah, dolphins. Whales. So, And we've seen from the same beach, seen whales and dolphins passing by. You know, Wild. So we didn't get to see anything this weekend, but we should. That's why we like to go there as well, because right. it's, it's yeah. a magical Moment. It's magical. It's very yeah. magical. Yeah. Totally. Totally. California, man. <laughs> California. Yeah. So very I, cool. I did want to talk about um whole life goals. Let us know like how does that work? Um how how do you get connected with professionals? Yeah. So it's wholelifegoals.com, W H O L E L I F E G O A L S dot com. And um the way the way I the way I broke the site down was if you have a goal, I want to match you with a certified professional that could help you achieve your goal, right? Super simple. Yeah. So I bro- broke it down into four groups because I'm like, what can you do with your body? Like what in this, in this realm that we live in, right? What, so there's movement, meals, mind, and money. 
it was going to be Movement Meals Mind uh, like manifest, but I was like, that mm, might be that might feel a little bit too light, you know, like money. We need like you need money to go take that yoga class. You need money for that green juice or whatever, right? you know. So True. it's it's a part of our it's a part of our existence, and and so I was like, those are my four M philosophies. So now I'll back up a little bit, but so so for me, I was um, so I'll go through my four M's. So for movement, I became a, um, a certified yoga instructor, right? So that's my movement. But there's, you know, Pilates and personal trainers and Zumba classes, right? There's all these movement, you know, and movement would be even because um, there's movement recovery as well. But be like massage would be more recovery or acupuncture, acupressure, all this stuff that you do with your body, all those kind of movement body um, healing modalities. So that's movement. Meals, as you know, I, I became a, a raw food vegan chef. That was up at Harbin Hot Springs up in Northern California. So that was for my, but, you know, so under the meals categories, there's nutritionists and dietitians and health coaches and, you know, vegan life coaches, whatever. Like there's, all, there's so many things in the meal, meals category. Movement meals, mind, as you know, I'm, I, I, I taught um, meditation um, with a group called the Mind Body Awareness Project um, in the juvenile hall system. So that was my, my, mind area and then money i became an institutional broker for uh, for for a bank down in in manhattan and so that was the way that i was able to make money and 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 learn how to you know sell uh you know equity derivatives you know buy and sell stocks and and stuff like that so put all those four together that became kind of the i mean obviously going through those certifications I didn't know I was going to build a website, you know, on those, on those things, but it really having those four certifications, really, I found beyond balance. I found harmony in my life. You know, if, if, if you have a couple of bucks coming in and you know how to feed yourself and you had to move yourself and you had to steal your mind, what else do you really need? I mean, you're, yeah, I mean, right. Like, yeah. nice right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice place to be in. Right. And so I, I was like, all right, that's, yeah, I think I got something here. I'm like, yeah, that, you know, like, so if you, if you just check yourself and it was like, all right, well, you know, I got a good job. All right, good. Check. But, you know, I, I don't get off the couch. Or I don't move my body or, you know, or whatever, or I, I eat crap or whatever. But like you could check and you just start moving meals, mine, money. All right. Well, that one's done money. I don't need, I'm, I'm covered there. Movement. I don't need, but maybe I need help with, you know, quieting my mind and I need help with, you know, eating the right stuff. So you would go to the site, and it literally says, what is your goal in those four categories? And then it's very generic. It's like under the meals, it'd be like lose weight, manage chronic disease, without, you know, just so just, it's very like, all right, well, this, these are my situations. You know, I want to, you know, I want to be able to put on that dress. So I need to lose 20 pounds for my wedding or what, you know, like whatever your, your thing is. And you just click through those questions. And then on the, on the certified professional side, I said, what do you specialize in? And then there's, again, a drop down and they'll say like autoimmune disease or, you know, allergies or whatever, right? So whatever they specialize in. And then I, 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 match, I match you guys together. But beyond that, I also have a section that's, that's called traumatic experiences because I'm someone who's gone through a couple of traumatic experiences that, you know, like the human experience is a yeah, lot of suffering, yeah. right? That's what the Buddha said, like the life is, life is suffering. So, so through, through that, I'm like, how, like, how can I link you up? Like, all right, you know, you just, you know, you just got a divorce, you gained 30 pounds, 
you're not motivated to go off the couch, your heart is crushed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I going to do? Now, it, what if you're now, what if there was someone that's a certified professional that had a divorce, maybe had three divorces, maybe gained 150 pounds, maybe learned how to get rid of all, right? Like, got rid of all of that. I want to match you guys up more so than anybody because this, it's like a life hack because this person knows exactly what you're going through. Oh man, I, yeah. you know, so there's that compassion is there, that, that understanding is there. Now the person that's still stuck on the couch, they don't have to go to the settlement. I don't have to read a book. They don't have to figure out, oh, I don't even know what to do because we have someone that tried this, tried this, tried this, tried that. And now I know exactly what works. Boom, that's a match, right? So that's, so that's, um, so that's part of the site that, that I love. That's my favorite part, you know, and, you know, someone's, you know, someone has money issues, maybe they've been bankrupt, but then you find a, you know, a financial planner that has bank, you know, was bankrupt and they did X, Y, Z. And now, you know, now their finances are on track. Match you guys right up. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. Uh, I was going to ask like what types of professionals are on there? Yeah. So, so that's, so those are the groups. I mean, if you could think movement, just think, man, there's, hundreds and hundreds of certifications just for movement, right. just for movement. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, I say from like, from acro yoga to Zumba, that's my A to Z, you know, or acupuncture, to, right? There's right. so right. much. And then, so that's, that's, so that's movement. There's hundreds of certification meals. There's probably a hundred different certification, keto diet, you know, person. And then just think how many coaches, right? There's yeah. a life coach or this coach or that coach. All of these coaches, financial coaches, marriage coaches, cancer, like it's nonstop. So all of these types of certifications, licenses, diplomas, if you're certified in, in, in any of those things, you know, even in, even in the meditation, right, even in the mind category, you know, there's EFT tapping, right, all these um, traumatic, like trauma release techniques, right, those are all minds, neurofeedback, all these, there's so many healing modalities um, to really quiet your mind. Um, and, you know, and, learn about yourself and you know and 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 obviously in the money category right there's financial planners and advisors and and consultants and how to grow your business and all these types of financial gurus that are out there um there's tons of certifications in there well but so you you get you get the idea who's yeah on let's kind of just give them an idea of yeah what types yeah. of help they can expect yeah yeah so yeah the idea you know, i don't know if you know like angie's list or like yeah. uh thumbtack is, a, is another one yeah so it's, it's like that, but when I was looking at this, those sites, not so much Thumbtack, but Angie's List, I was like, yeah, it's kind of it's like this. I just, I just remember growing up and there'd be like directories, like, oh, I, want, I need a chiropractor, right? So you go through a directory and then you, you find one. But I was, I was like, I don't, like, I don't want people to pay for a directory. They're, we're not like driving traffic to you. You're just paying to, it's like, you're just advertising to be a part of this directory. So it's like, how can I reverse engineer it? where you create a profile and then I could just drive traffic to you. You know, like they click what they need. If it's a good match, it's all done by numbers, right? Oh, this person's a 78% match for you. This person's a 93%, oh, 93, boom, done match. <laughs> you know, it's like- say, um, Once you, you put in all your interests, what you're looking for, does it give you multiple, um, if there are multiple professionals that can help you with that, does it give you the list? Sure, yeah. Uh, so, so like I said, it says, um, what is your goal? And let's say your goal is, is just movement, right? So if you click movement, um, it show, it'll show after you, you, know, you click through on the website. And I do it really slow because I'm, I'm speaking very slowly and I just want people to understand what I'm clicking through. It takes me three minutes and 13 seconds to find, to find a professional. 
Um, so it's in the mind category, uh, I show five, five practitioners, which are the most high rated to what you've selected. They come up first. And then the, at the bottom of every of the four categories, it'll say, you know, click here to show more. So the list could be a hundred people if, you know, right. could be hundreds of people, but you know, the first five is probably enough, you know, you know, the top one, you'll see the percentage sign. All right. This person is, this is my match, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's fun, man. It's great. Pretty good so, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, when you have like a, when you come across a band or, so, or like a CD that you love for me growing up, it was Eric B and Rakim. I couldn't get enough of hip hop growing up headphones on 24 7 everywhere i went loving love music i guys had the big boom box that weighed more than me I used to put it on a skateboard and carry it wherever i went because i couldn't carry it past two blocks but always music 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 and then and you know and like going 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 through all of it, it's like man like <laughs> it's like all of this all of this in your mind all this all this music all this stuff like you're walking down the street you like I could be doing something even today, like fixing a sign or something. And then like these lyrics pop in my head, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, where the hell did that come from? Right. It's like all, all this music, all this amazingness. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And then it's like, all right, I, now I have to like also find quiet time and chill time and, and relax time and, and shut that, shut that mind down and, and really find that really, really peaceful spot. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. So anyway, uh, it's one of the things yeah, that a lot of people oh, struggle with that distraction in the mind and not being able to sit still. Now, totally. But yeah. the, this this type of thing definitely is necessary to to help. Yeah. That. Well, what I was gonna say too is like when you find that CD or that tape or whatever that you know the the download the SoundCloud beat that you love whatever you just want to share it with everyone, right? You're like, yo, check this out. It's crazy, right? a movie a documentary or a good book or whatever and so and so that's how i that's how i am with the site it's like yo this person is amazing like this person <laughs> you like what they're doing is lymphatic drainage and all these like like what is crazy like i don't like you know there's all but it goes beyond there's just so much there's so much healing and so many amazing people that it's like i want to share them like i used to share my eric b and rakem tape you know like like, yo, you got to meet this person. You got to check out this person, you, gotta, you know? And so I get like my heart right now. It's like, cause I get excited about connecting people. There's something about it. And it's something about the feedback that you get. Yo, I just met so-and-so. Yo, thank you for putting me on, whatever. And you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, you're like another yeah. you know, ego boost you get. Yeah, so yeah, so it feels good. And, and I love it. And that's, that's really, it's, you know, like I said, looking back, I would have never thought I'm building this website or something. But now that I look back at my life, I'm like, yo, it really makes sense that I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how that funny how that happens. Yeah, we definitely can relate. It's a similar feeling with the podcast. Yeah. yeah just, right. You guys just love it, right? With people like you. Yeah. It's one of the things that we enjoy. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, because how else we would have met, right? We yeah. you know, right. like like this is it. Like because of you guys are doing this, we get to share our time together. And it's a beautiful thing, man. It's it's great. I I really do love it. I I really love it. I don't know. I like, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm just stoked about it. Yeah. And it's new. And I, I want you to know too, it's really new. Like I, I just completed the footer at the bottom of the web, of the, of the website, like two weeks ago, like oh, the, you okay. know, like That's building true. a site. Yeah. 
the concept that I had in my mind for years and then, you know, you know, I, I, this is what I want and then spent thousands of dollars and I'm like, this is not what I had in mind, you know, and fire that person and hire another person. And then, oh, and then another year went by and I'm like, oh, how come it's not happening, you know? And, you know, and they're right. And, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? it's like, yeah. like walking through mud and like fighting uphill. But then it's, and then, then it's like, all right, well, now it's out. And there's like, there's some traction happening. Oh, hey, you just got a hundred practitioners that just joined. Oh, great. Oh, you just got another hundred practitioners. Oh, yeah. Oh, you just connected somebody, you know? And it's like, oh, yo, it's, it's here. It's working. It's doing it. You know? It just, it blows me away, man. It blows me away. Awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's fun. So tell me about you. What's going on? Tell me about these dragons. What are these? What's going on? Oh, these are alabrias. Um, it's a guy in Oaxaca, Mexico that hand makes these. It's wood. Um, he does a lot of insects. And um, the the art form is called alabrias. There's a few more insects. But uh, there's a lady in downtown LA here that um, sells it for him out here. And, Very um, cool. Yeah, I think when I read about it, it was something spiritual. I guess the guy who who was the first guy to call it Alabria as this this whole art form. Um, oh, yeah. I guess he he kind of had like a spiritual epiphany or something. He was yeah. He was like he took some medication. He was like fell asleep and just like went to a world where everything was like these um i don't know if you can see it in the camera all of it is like um hand drawn there's a lot of intricate design on it and he basically saw a bunch of like insects and things animals that didn't make sense it was like it would have a head of this but it would have wings and and so like and they were all colorful and decorative and patterns and he basically woke up and started creating these things um and then um it yeah. became a thing now I, um, so they have it's a, not only one person that sizes. does it it's just a, a, a art mm. form i think that a lot of different people practice now amazing yeah. that's so cool yeah and it wasn't like some dmt trip it was he got sick it and looks it like it was a dmt <laughs> trip right because i mean when we sleep we kind of do go through a dmt trip so it was probably yeah, the whatever drugs he took kind of probably activated something and yeah, I mean, it's like a dragon. Oh, wow. That's wild. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. And, and, yeah, you like that one? I, yeah, this is one of my favorites. Dragonfly. Very cool. And is there is there a store that people should know about it that you could grab one of those? I think he, you can he order them online. Have, actually, we, there's an online store, but yeah, we, we have will to put get that the card in the description. Like that. Yeah. Actually, I do know his site. I'll put the link on the description for the listeners if you guys want to support yeah. the guy in mexico he sells his stuff online so you don't have to we go get to it. mexico yeah, <laughs> yeah and we get it in la because there's a lady that uh, vends i think she goes there and gets some from him and vends it in la um but yeah. you can buy them online so very cool and and so you guys both grew up in california born and raised no not at all <laughs> i'm originally from mississippi i yeah. got the name gypsy uh for, because i'm just <laughs> all over the place so i grew up um in ethiopia uh, early child i was born in la but i grew up in ethiopia to eritrean parents and um then moved to minnesota for like uh, eight years and moved around uh, atlanta 
um, mm-hmm. DC, Maryland, Virginia, then now in LA. So I've just been some yeah, of everywhere. And we met in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we've yeah. been together over ten years. So when Very people, cool. people uh, are right. like, "Where are you from?" I'd be like, "What does that mean exactly? I don't know." Like, I'll yeah, just tell you the whole like thing, and then you can figure where, yeah. out like where you know I was born in California, but. You know, my mom just had me, but I was really living in in Ethiopia, and it's just so I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> or you know, I'm Eritrean, of course. Have you gone back to Ethiopia? Oh yeah, um, uh, the last time was. Have you gone? Um, no, I haven't gone yet. We do have <laughs> yeah. to make a trip we together. To um, I think the last time I went was two thousand. It's like two, a few years two or ago. three years no, ago. Yeah, yeah three for the, years ago, for probably. The wedding. And yeah. like mom, the mom, mom and dad are there, and grandparents, all that. Like everybody's there. They go back and forth. Now my parents live in the U.S., um, but you know, for a few years they were living there, and I was living in the U.S., so there was right. a little gap there. But, is that is that a spot that you want to visit? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I We've love visiting. We talked love about living there. Yeah. Yeah, so, right. Yep, yeah, and even living there, yeah, or having a house there or something, yeah. Yeah. What was the what was the best spot that you've traveled to that you were like, yo, I'm blown away? Oh man, man that is yeah, so. I've traveled the so hardest much. Question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been to because a... I didn't spend enough time in the places where I went, so it's like they're still like, yeah, mm-hmm. I have to go back, you know, again. Wow. So, I want to say I've traveled probably 50 different cities over probably 17 different countries, but wow, one of my favorites. I Gypsy guess since I go, I, <laughs> I guess I go back to um, Greece a couple of times, so I, I will have to say that Greek island, specifically Milos Island, is one of my favorite places in the world. And if you are visiting um, Greece, it's like there's so many amazing islands, yeah. um, and the only one that gets highlighted is Santorini which santorini. i love we mykonos, got we no. got married in santorini mykonos, yeah. um and mykonos too yeah, but like yeah. still like you, if you want to party you go to mykonos yeah, yeah. if you want to like lounge and yeah. just enjoy the beautiful yeah, uh, yeah, island mykonos. you go to santorini but milos like nobody talks about it but there was like a hundred and something beaches that look completely different from each other that had like yeah, one was completely white, bleach white, just everything was white. It looked like a moon crater. And then the <laughs> next beach would be like yeah. a red beach. And it was just like really yeah. amazing. Um, so I would recommend Milos Island. And you get away from all the tourists because right, Santorini yeah. is getting super uh, crowded now because it's so I, I went to an island called Crete okay. in Greece. Yeah, it's a small I do want to go there as well. Yeah, it was beautiful. Did you like it? Was it was beautiful. And Mykonos, they're all, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's. Have you gone to a place and and was emotional? Was like just oh my god, like tears. Just talking about that, yes. Um, I could so, say I felt like that in South Africa more. Really? Okay, yeah, because but like I, said, I couldn't swim in South Africa like I can swim in Greece. <laughs> Big sharks, <laughs> big sharks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just just get your toes wet. Don't yeah, go up to your knees. <laughs> and what's funny, even like the I guess where we were, um, the the coastline is just the harbor looked similar to Long Beach Harbor. What was funny, where we were, yeah, 
It is right. beautiful. Absolutely For beautiful. Me, and just yeah. Um, Italy was one of the places that just um is a lot of great places in Italy, but I'm into architecture, so it was yeah, a really too. nice place to be for that. Um, but in um in Milano, um the Duomo there, the cathedral, um so I got out of the metro. I was just telling this on a different podcast, but I was saying like I looked at so many pictures of it, and I have a lot of family in all over Italy because um, I'm American. But like, there's sorry, I lost my train. About the place, how beautiful it is. Yeah, I've seen so many pictures of it, um, so I was ready for it. But then when I got there and I looked at it, I just I got teary eyed because I was just like wow like the picture did not do it justice like right. just the the building itself and all the details i mean it was just as much details of these little creatures here like wow. it was so many intricate little like statues and little i don't know it was just it was a lot going on and i just and, and you kind of got me teary-eyed a little bit and i was with my sister i was like oh let me not uh show it let me get myself together <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, like, what's wrong with you? Off, it caught me off guard, <laughs> but she enjoyed architecture as much as I did, so she can kind of get it. But yeah, yes. that was one of the places that, like, you know, caught me yeah, off guard a little bit. And um, yeah, so I'm so I realize now I have like a lot of cities and countries on my list uh, to go to, but I realize when I, you know, I can look at a million pictures of the pyramid, but I know once I get there. Yeah. When I look at it in the flesh, it's going to be like, you Next know, level. it's ridiculous. So yeah. I got from that experience, like picture does not do it justice. Don't don't look at, mm -hmm. you know, the videos and pictures and be like, all right, um, you know, I don't need to yeah, go I'm there. Good. I don't need definitely to go there. Definitely go there. <laughs> I definitely want to go there. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Very good. Have you guys done any of the uh, more Asian places? No. I haven't actually I haven't. and yeah. philippines is like on the top of my the list, list. Yeah. um i love thailand yeah we have some people in china <laughs> but philippines yeah. <laughs> is like one of the places i really like it's hard because there's so many different places to go that i'm just gonna tackle over several trips and i'm like I'm just gonna dedicate a whole trip to cebu island and i'm just gonna go or you know and that's how yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Philippines is very cool. Very, very cool, man. Yeah, I, I, I went to, uh, I went to Japan, and and that was like, I really got taken back by the by Japan. I was, I was like, I started crying. I was like, oh my god, and, and it's and it's such a weird experience. I mean, mm -hmm. you obviously had it happen to you as well. Like, it's like, why? Like, what is it? Like, why? Like, what just came over me? Why am I feeling this way? Like, it's so. It was such a weird thing, but it, it was like just washed right over me. And people always say, like, do you think there's like karma? Like, do you think maybe you lived there in a past life or mm -hmm. there's something, something deeper to it? But that was, that was Japan. And it, it, it I, I still need to go back. And then it happened to me in, when I, when I moved to California, wow. California blew me away, man, man literally to tears. I was, place. I was at that spot on that mountain and I was just like, well, this place is so beautiful. And it just, um, if I felt like it was like, even though I'm from, you know, I'm from New York, it felt like home. It felt like safe. It felt, 
I felt so comfortable here. I was like, yo, this is my, like, this is like, I felt like this is where I need to be. Like, this is where my people are or something. It was such a weird, such a weird experience, but not weird. Like weird that I'm like, when when my mind thought like, why am I, why am I so emotional? That part was weird. But prior to that happening, it was more like, it was more just like so present. And so like, this is it, man. This is, this is, this is home. Yeah, yeah, California, baby. So what's your relate. favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite place you've traveled to? So I, I definitely love Japan for okay. sure. And I, it was so weird in Japan. Like I don't know how to speak Japanese or nothing like that. <laughs> but when you're there, I was like, yeah, I know exactly what she said. Like you felt like you know, maybe it's the mannerisms. Yeah. san. You'd be like, did you just say excuse me, Mister? You know, like you know, just start to, the words just start to feel you. Like you start to feel it out. So Japan, I felt like I knew the language. I felt like I knew the culture. You know, I just felt, um, and and again, I'm like six foot four, you know. (laughs) And and so my friends were like, yo, we lost, we lost Anthony, we lost Kata. And they're like, wait, hang on. Oh no, he's right there. Because I'm like, you know, everyone's like, like, oh, that tall ass doofy dude. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's right over there. So that that was hilarious because I felt like a giant, um, you know, the giant amongst men. It was it was great so definitely japan um definitely japan have you lived Um, long term in any of these places no all all visiting i went to um do do you know do you know who tiknot han is No. any chance zen zen master tiknot han he actually just passed away about a week ago um he was in the south of france he's a beautiful 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 zen master amazing amazing teacher and so when i was you know traveling through through europe you know i was i went to bosnia and croatia and uh, it was helping out there during it was during the it was like during the end of the the war in bosnia so there was like blowing up buildings and tanks rolling down the street and then you would go to another street and be gorgeous old world brick and you know just incredible like blow you away like i'm like where the where am i just gorgeous places. Some, there was other spots that they said it was like Napoleon's built it to like, you know, to, for like see for wars, you know, so you like, you, you walk in these walls of like, you know, just like, you know, you, you know, like, damn, I'm from like South Queens, like the, <laughs> like this dirty little spot. And like, where am I right now? You know, like yeah. just that, I think that blows me away. Like how blessed are you to be able to experience this stuff? Like, without even really planning life and it just starts to unfold and you're like yo like this is where i'm at so there so i would say the south of france is where Tiknat han is in a place called plum village and i spent you know a couple of weeks three three weeks or something like that i don't really remember it was in 98 and uh that that was uh that was it's just so be- it's just so beautiful i mean like there's people from all around the world you know, there's a French section, a Dutch section, you know, this, you know, everyone's speaking different languages. So there's all that culture, which, which is beautiful. You know, anytime like a phone would ring or a bell would sound, everyone just stops, takes three inhale, exhales, and then continues on what they're doing. So it was the first time I was in a place where everyone was so mindful. 
every step they took. Every, so everything was just slowed down. It was like, you know, like, yo, you're backpacking, you're traveling. Yo, it's just in Paris. And now, you know, jumping out, you know how it is, right? You, you yeah. And then you get to this place and it was like, it was like, <laughs> no, we, we don't do that shit here, stupid. No, no. And then it just takes, it takes a couple of days though. It takes a couple of days and, and people freak out. You know, there's people like they can't handle that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, they want it, they want it now, they want to do their thing. And but after like day five, it's like you're in it, man. You're you know, you see Thich Nhat Han just walk into a room <laughs> and just the way he could open and close a door would be it's poetry. Like the Buddha just entered the room and slipped in and out and like blessed the shit out of everything. You know, you walk through a a doorway and he's just giving thanks that the that the structure is there you know giving thanks that this is there that the, you know and just that that vibe of that slowing down and that gratefulness it's like everyone is like in a jello mold <laughs> like it's just like slow down and and that pace of noticing every bite like just watching him eat you know, like he'll do 50 chews, you know, he'll be eating his food, you know, so I'm like I'm eating and then looking at him, like I <laughs> see, see what's trying to see what he's doing. Like, yeah. Oh, he didn't swallow yet. Oh, let me, let me stop, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's all that type of stuff. But yeah, that, that, that experience really, really, really stuck with me to the point where my dream is to create, I mean, he's, he's like, he's a ninja, you know, he's like, he's, he is the Buddha. Um, so I'm, I might have a couple more lives to go, but he, you know, I just, I do want to create that type of community where everyone is really mindful and everything's slowed down. I just want to slow things down. You know, there's no electronics, there's none of that. And, and it's just, you know, people hanging out in groups and telling stories and then, and then, you know, you, everyone meditates together, but also we're all, we all prepare food. So it's like, everyone is, you know, quietly chopping food. And then if you're on a different team, maybe you're cleaning the bathrooms, but even by cleaning the bathrooms, there's still love and there's still gratitude while you're scrubbing a toilet, you know, and someone else's toilet, no, no, you know, like, like, like all that stuff, like your ego, just like the voice in your head just gets quiet. And then maybe another voice kind of appears. Like I felt like when I was, when I used to drink, when I was younger, I used to have like this voice, like, you know, I would think of, think of this inner voice, like maybe my mom's voice because she left me at such a young age. So there was like this voice of like, Anthony, don't get in that stolen car. You know, like Anthony, you know, (laughs) stop writing graffiti, Anthony, like whatever, like, don't do that dumbass. Don't do that. You know, like that voice, whatever that voice was, I feel like I, I burnt it out you know, doing all those things. And I just, that, like, maybe that voice would pop in my head. Hey, don't do like, shut up, you know, and then just drown it out. Yeah. yeah. And then going to this place. So I was in my, I was like 20 something years old, one of the young twenties when I went there, I felt like the voice came back, that voice of, of reasoning or that inner guidance was started to grow again. And I just really remember just, yeah, just that part of me, really got nurtured it was really um it was really great experience it really was yeah so plum village (laughs) but put it put it on the list definitely yeah yeah it's in the south of france so nothing opens the mind like traveling 
right? Yeah. Seeing different and, and also time, right? There's time to stop. Yeah. Because like you don't have to be, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to be here. I mean, you know, it's like you're like what they say if you go to Hawaii, right? You're on island time. Like yeah. everything kind of. I feel flows. like America's yeah. like everything is so fast tracked that a lot of other countries, even if they're Western countries, you still feel like there's a little it's bit of back, slow. Right? Yeah, it's a little bit more laid back. Yeah. People there always ask like, "What are you guys running for? Like, what are you guys chasing exactly?" <laughs> Um, wow that's the line what are you guys chasing yeah i mean right that's that's really it i mean even even with work or even with whatever you're doing it's what are you what are you really chasing or what are you really trying to fulfill in that in that moment yeah it's, that's powerful what are you chasing yeah and i could say even with chasing a, a, even a large percentage of it is also running you know a lot of people are running from a certain voice in their head the same mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That same voice, that same voice creep yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I don't want to hurry. You need to do something. Right, let me keep moving. Or just let me keep going. Or let me, right. let me act busy. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me act busy. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Right. Even <laughs> at, at jobs that you don't like, right. You find yourself doing that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. right. You know, I got to look busy. got to, you know, they're paying me to get stuff done and <laughs> all that stuff. Oh, just Oof. paying me to stay in a wreck basically now yeah or just stay in this one <laughs> spot for 10 hours yeah i was i worked at a ubs united bank of i don't even know what it's called anymore switzerland or scotland or something mm -hmm. switzerland i think and i remember i was under these fluorescent lights and i'm like like god man if you could hear me i want to get the hell out of here <laughs> like i don't know why i'm here i never wanted to be in finance you know i just want to like do something else. I don't know what it is. And uh, I remember I was like in the like in the filing cabinet doing like a prayer. Like I just imagine what people are like walking by me in their suits and their nice wow. shoes and everything. Like, what the hell is this kid doing? But after I said my prayer and I was like, look, if you if you want me here, God, if there's something, if there's something like maybe there's a family I need to take care of, or I got to write somebody's will, or I got to do whatever, whatever financial product I'm trying to put together for somebody. If, if, if I'm doing this, maybe, maybe this is the reason, maybe I'm supposed to meet somebody here, but I don't know why I'm here. <clears throat> the next day, HR called me in and with my manager and was like, are you happy here? I was like, uh, what is it? Where are you going with that? Like, well, we could give you a severance package if you want to leave. I am not happy here at all. <laughs> it was literally, I, I mean, maybe it wasn't the next day, but within like three days, I was, I was gone. I was gone. So, yeah. so shout out, shout out to anyone who was listening that day, you know? So <laughs> it's, it's, it is wild how life, like, right? How life, yeah. you know, it's just, just like that. One day you were in a suit and tie going to work and the next day, or the next couple of months, I'm in my, you know, my boxer shorts and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to work today. Yeah. You know? And it's, you know, living life long enough to be able to understand those moments, even to just, you know, be able to listen to that voice or to understand, okay, I was in this vibration when I asked for this and this happened. So can I learn how to, you know, operate a certain way or, you know, to stay out of a certain vibration that I want and still get god to you know move some things and yeah yeah, move, yeah, yeah. You know, move me forward still in that way <laughs> totally totally it's it's yeah. uh you know you definitely want to have that or want to be able to find that that's like a life goal to at least just be able to hear that voice pretty good and know what You're to right? do next you know 
right. a lot of people and, don't understand like yo, you can do it but you gotta yeah. at least believe that it can be you know that you can you can do it as a voice you can, you can listen to and it'll help you you know. Right. And, and the more you trust that in, instinct or that, and I, I remember it would be like, you know, and I'm sure people have the same experience where like, you know, you're like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, uh, you know, I'm going to jump on the A train. I gotta get to work or do whatever. And, and like you're putting on your sneakers, you're grabbing your headphones, you're doing your thing. And then there's a voice that pops in. is like, take the pencil. You're like, what? I'm like, I need a yeah. pencil. I'm jumping on the A train. I'm like, why, why do I need a pencil? I need a pencil for And then, and then you're on, you're on the train. And for some crazy reason, the girl next to you can't use a pen, but she needs a pencil for some, right? And you're like, oh, that was that voice. I should have grabbed that pencil because this is, you know, like this is why, this is what the, like yeah. what? And so then it's like, all right, next time I'm definitely taking the pencil. I'm going to take two pencils, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, <laughs> you know? I, I, okay, it's crazy that you said that. I'm really glad you said that because like I've had so many instances where I ignored that or the intuition. Right. And same thing will happen like later on because your intuition, wherever it's coming from has the future past all of it. There's no time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it has information that you need and I will ignore it. And then, you know, later on I'll, I'll realize why I needed that. And so, and it, it, it took some time. Like I kept doing it realize that why i should listen to that voice it happened again didn't listen to it same thing happened didn't listen to it same thing it's happened so many times that i'm like all right from now on i don't i i'm not even gonna second guess if that's the voice right. or not i'm just mm -hmm. gonna if i felt it if it like, says pick up the I pencil i'm going to <laughs> pick up the pencil yeah if i'm even like if i'm looking twice or something or if i'm like about to walk out of the house and I think of something, I'm gonna grab it because totally. that yeah. I know it's that voice. Why not? And it's like it's at it's, that point. It's, it's it took why some not? practice <laughs> of listening, and then now I know that's my intuition, and I'm supposed to listen to it. And yes. yeah. You, yeah, but you know, but then okay, okay. So like I said, I I burnt out the voice, right? And then I got the voice back, right? <laughs> yeah. And then and then I went over to, over the top because then I'm like, all right, the voice just said get the purple crayon, <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I'm like what the hell happened no one needed the purple crayon so then i'm like it was the voice am like am i really listening to the voice or is that or is that some other voice you know so it's like you gotta there is there is a fine a fine tuningness like there is something that when the voice when that when that real voice is like is it me just saying that i need the purple crayon because i just saw it before i left the house or was it the voice saying grab the purple crayon the voice like, has, you know the voice has humor as well <laughs> it, it does <laughs> yeah it has the voice humor. playing jokes the voice playing jokes Let's see well, if he's listening <laughs> <laughs> to, to go back to go back to um to juvenile hall right i used to tell I, you know i used to tell the story to these kids and and i'm like we used to talk about energy right and i said do like i would say like you know like smack your hands together like rub them like this right and then you know just kind of barely your fingertips are touching and seeing if you feel like that kind of magnet you know that energy just between your hands right and the kids are doing like oh yeah that's crazy that's crazy and then i'm like all right Here's a scenario. You're on the train or, or like they're in Oakland. So I'm like, oh, you took the bus, right? You just got from school. You took the bus and you fell asleep and you got off five stops in the other neighborhood, right? You get off the bus. Now you walk in and you don't, you feel it like the voice says, 
don't turn around, right? And you're like, why? Turn around and you're, you're about to get stomped. You're about to get rushed, right? You're about to get jumped. But it's like, how, how did you know that there was someone behind you? You didn't hear anything. You didn't, you know, like, mm-hmm. what is, like that voice was there, right? And I used to tell this to the, to the kids that are, that are in jail, like, to try to get their voice, to try to get that inner voice alive in them, right? And I was like, it's that voice. Like, you turn around, you're like, it's time to get out of here. It's time to get back to your neighborhood. You went, you went to the, the wrong neighborhood. It's time to get back to your own neighborhood, you know? So that's like, they would, they would they, like, just given those types of stories, everyone has that type of story. Like, you're in, you're in a party, and you could, you could sense the room. Like, I right, in this corner, something's about to go down. Like, you feel that vibe. You know, like maybe it's time to get out of here. Maybe it's time to get your friend out of here or whatever. You know, you could, you, that voice could, you could assess the situation where other people are unconscious of it and not knowing, you know? And so yeah. to kind of bring, to kind of listen to that voice, that, that inner voice, because the inner voice is God. It is you. It is, it is the self, you know? And um, it is that I am. So, um, yeah. and it's yeah. building trust with it. So yes. that yeah. you listen to it because you've trust that you've seen time and time again that it's led you to the right direction. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. it's the trust. It's yeah. building that trust. It is. It really is. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right, so, where, so where are we planning our next trip? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta plan it out. <laughs> In between now and well, we have a celebration coming up, um, anniversary coming up in September. And Very cool. I've I have a Brazilian brother that I had an exchange student in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and we did tell him that you know we're gonna head that way at least after oh, the wedding. But yeah. in between now and before, there's always a curveball somewhere. So <laughs> the last time we tried to yeah. go to Sao Paulo, it the pandemic, pandemic happened, happened and they yeah. stopped flights, <laughs> so yeah. they had to but give us a voucher. Last year we didn't have too many plans on the year, and we went a couple of places you know so cool. <laughs> in between right. so now we don't have any out. plans right now in between right. now i guess podcast recording in september yeah i would love to go out of the country somewhere so hopefully and yeah. and did i hear right that uh, carnival is carnival still on or is it canceled i don't, I don't know. know yeah i'm not, I'm not sure. sure that's a good i question. have some friends i have some friends that are going this month and Should I be. thought I heard that or, or read it in a text that it was canceled or something. I hope As not. I've grown older, I've, I'm not, I don't know if it's even just growing old. It's just I haven't been, because even in college, I kind of started to grow out of a little bit. Not the biggest right now on huge crowds and stuff like right. that. So yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's weird. And yeah. I, I don't know if, if really. you know, we're in downtown LA, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, <laughs> we don't know what. Craziness. kind of crowd could happen right here yeah so they may be carnival right here. <laughs> just downtown sometime downtown recent, LA, right, next week no, no teller but was, yeah that's i'm definitely interested in the culture of that but it's like man would i really maybe five years ago ten years ago possibly it's like would i, right. can I handle it interesting now? though right isn't that interesting how you change and kind of morph into this other other character or this other being right yeah. that that back in the day you could go to any club, any party, speakers blasting, and you feel yeah. you feel fine. It feels Once great. Just the silence, yeah. Right, and then now it's like, man, I, I don't want to subject myself 
to the craziness or to the end to that energy i mean it is some, sometimes it's great energy right yeah, dancing it's, is great it's energy gonna be great energy i can say it's it's great energy but it's like i just it's a lot it's like yeah yeah it's like oh man <laughs> it's that's a lot. a lot of energy but yeah hopefully yeah. hopefully yeah I, I could still say that if we're right. there if the timing is right sure uh, pop in I'd, I'd do some like, beads yeah, and I'm, I'm like yeah i would go we probably still go and do the full experience yeah i can't say right. that I, I you have to yeah. like what you're there right I'm it's like, nah, it. I'm, not, I'm not gonna go yeah. see the biggest carnival in the world now I'm that's going to yeah. right <laughs> yeah but before we close it out would you like to um as far as share your links or anything let the audience know anything that you have any projects you yeah. have coming up or some special um so notes? i mean really wholelifegoals.com if uh if anyone wants to contact me if for any reason my email is ac at wholelifegoals.com. Okay. Um, if you want to talk to somebody else on, a, on our squad, it's uh, info at wholelifegoals.com. And then, uh, you know, we're on Instagram and LinkedIn. Please find me on there. That's, that's where I find my, my, most of my, my people in the social media world. I, I like LinkedIn. But Instagram and, you know, I'm, yeah. we're out there. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and for the show, you can find us at americangypsy.com. Uh, and we also have merch at luamli.com. All of the links Anthony mentioned and I mentioned are on the description. So don't worry about writing it down. Um, Anthony, it was great having you here. We yeah, really enjoyed the pleasure. conversation. And which yeah. wish you the most success. I know you say you just finished the website a few weeks yeah. ago and wishing you the most success with, with all of that. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And thanks for, you know, taking a shot because you don't, you don't know me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So well, but that's what I've, this is about. That's why we have the platform. We look forward to learning and getting to know people on a very genuine basis. Right on. Well, I appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. And uh, it'd be great if we could link up, you know, like, yo, I'm, out, sure. I'm out here. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, um, if you're ever in LA, we do invite people to, uh, for a live podcast session, we have the studio here. So oh, very cool. Definitely. That's what's up. Cool. Yeah. So that, bye. All right. I, that's it. Now you can't get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so all much. Right. Thank you. Thank you. And to every, all the listeners, thank you. And if you want to check out some relaxing music as well, you can check uh, check out some of my work at Classic, K-L-A-C-C-I-K, Carpenter, C-A-R-P-E-N-T-A on Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, and, you know, YouTube and some of the other platforms as well. Killing it, crushing so, it, crushing it. Thank you Love. to everyone. Thank you again, right Anthony. Thank you, guys. Consistent self-improvement to everyone, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Right Peace. Peace.